wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I cannot wait to take this podcast back to five days a week once we get baseball back. But in the meantime, it will stay at three days a week. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com for all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. This week on Locked On Royals will be a big one. Today, we're going to catch up on everything We've missed from the last week whenever we talked to Alec Lewis and Lynn Worthy, both of The Athletic and The Star, respectively, previewing this 2020 season. And this week, we're going to talk about what we missed last week and some housekeeping notes today. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the MLB schedule getting released. And then on Friday, you will hear from Matt Graves of RedbirdsRant.com talking about the Royals' new skipper, Mike Matheny. It's a great day. To be a Royals fan, and I'm sure if you're a Royals fan, you're also a Chiefs fan, so it's a great day to be a Chiefs fan as well, as the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes have just agreed to a 10-year deal. No one quite knows the money as of right now, but Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback for 10 more years, and the Royals are going to build up their team and hopefully get back to contending for World Series as well as the Chiefs contending for Super Bowls. So let's start with the Royals news before we shift into some MLB news as a whole. Let's start with Salvador Perez, the catcher who has not played in a couple of years due to Tommy John's surgery. You all know him, you love him, and he's got COVID. So he tested positive. It seems like he's good to go. He seems asymptomatic. And we're just kind of waiting on those two negative tests for him to return to play at the K. Uh, in terms of a baseball sense, he seems physically ready to go for baseball. Just, of course, he has the, the positive coronavirus test. Uh, and, you know, I, I think that there's nothing to panic about right now. We're still uh, a few weeks away here from opening day or whenever opening day is supposed to be. And he has plenty of time to quarantine, be healthy, be safe, and uh, return to the Royals if he wants to. Mike Matheny, your new manager, also had COVID a month ago. But, of course, he's cleared that hurdle and he's back with the team who have been working out all weekend at the K and there's not really much to talk about from those workouts I mean just your standard stuff for the first few days of spring training the guys you know taking ground balls doing some BP a little bit didn't really get all that much information out of it in my opinion just a couple of, of good highlights of guys hitting in the cage uh, nothing out of the ordinary but the Royals are planning to set uh, an interleague game, excuse me, an inner squad game at 11.15 a.m. tomorrow. So it's unclear if that game will be on TV on Fox Sports Kansas City, but I will say the Yankees are going to show their inner squad game tonight on the Yes Network. And I know the Yes Network is a little bit different because they are owned by the Yankees, so the Yankees kind of get the, they kind of get the primetime spot, so to say. They, they, they get the uh, priority on that network. But Right now, I mean, what else is Fox Sports Kansas City showing at 11 a.m. during a global pandemic with no sports? I mean, 
it, it might make sense if they are going to broadcast that again. As of the time I'm recording this, it's no there's no leaning on if they will broadcast this or not. But there will be an inter squad game tomorrow at 11:15. You can follow all the the normal names to to get up to date on what's happening and who's on what team and how that scrimmage goes. I would expect maybe the Royals to stream it themselves on YouTube, uh, on their YouTube channel, because they did stream batting practice on Friday on their YouTube channel. So that was, that was fun to watch some batting practice. They also showed Ian Kennedy uh, throwing a bullpen, or throwing live BP, actually. And a few other pitchers also got on the bump during that live uh, look-in at the uh, ballpark. So that's kind of all the Royals news that we have today. Again, a light week uh, in terms of the Royals realm of things, as they're really just kind of flying under the radar and getting warmed up for the season. But there's a ton of MLB news. And you know, if you've listened to the show since January, I've tried every Friday to recap the entire MLB. Because I do know that unlike most sports, uh, baseball, it's very regionalized and it's every single day. So there's plenty of opportunities to miss something every single day if you're not focusing on the big picture of baseball. I know a lot of you really don't have time to do that, but you still want to keep up with the sport. So I've tried every Friday to kind of go back and talk about uh, some big MLB storylines. That way you're always caught up with the Royals and also always caught up with Major League Baseball. And so we'll do that again today because on Friday we talked to Lynn Worthy of the Kansas City Star. If you have not heard that yet, please go back and listen. That was a great episode with Lynn. The day prior to that, we talked to Alec Lewis of The Athletic, which was awesome as well, to preview this season. But the MLB is in some hot water. And that's been a common thread throughout this entire season, really, throughout this entire period of, of the coronavirus. And they, they've kind of always been in hot water from the labor negotiations and now their latest saga of testing. And yet somehow, some way, there is only one league, only one group of people who can't get testing right. I mean, how crazy is that? The MLB, if you don't know what I'm talking about, they began testing players last week, of course, and now the A's and the Angels, they've had to stop practicing, they've had to stop uh, their summer camp for now because they can't get their test results. And this is infecting a ton of clubhouses around baseball, but they cannot get the results to their coronavirus test, so you can't practice because you don't know who might have it and who doesn't have it. And it's creating this environment that is not safe. I mean, you can say whatever you want to uh, about COVID, but it's not safe to just ignorantly be with a group of people playing sports with them that you have no idea if they have COVID or not. And for what? Because you cannot find a testing firm that can do this accurately as we see professional sports around, you know, around the nation here, MLS and NBA, UFC. We even see college athletic programs getting testing and getting the results with a quick turnaround. But Major League Baseball cannot do that. It's infuriating. And it is creating, you know, an environment that does not feel as safe as the other sports. So I could see why players like Chris Bryant are speaking out about that and saying, look, I thought this was going to be safe, but now that we're actually doing this and we're seeing how baseball is handling their testing, it doesn't feel as safe as it once did. And for baseball, you've got to fix this. We, we cannot be waiting on tests whenever they're traveling because traveling in itself is, is, a, is a huge, huge danger right now in a global pandemic. Uh, but you've got to know before someone travels to a new city, goes to a new clubhouse, is, is around these guys on an airplane, because you, you cannot social distance on an airplane. You can have someone not sitting next to you, 
but the, the seats themselves are not far apart enough to where even if you have a whole row to yourself, you're still within six feet of somebody. Uh, same thing with team buses and things like that. Whenever we start traveling, there's less and less opportunity to, show, to socially distance. And you have to know what's going on. You have to know who's got the coronavirus. So this testing stuff, it has to be figured out by the time you start playing games. It should have been figured out by now. Again, this should have been priority number one in all of this. Whenever we left Surprise Arizona, this should have been baseball's biggest issue on the table was the testing. How are we going to get testing done and how are we going to do it efficiently? But instead, they were bickering about prorated contracts and money and things like that, and they forgot all about the real reason we weren't playing baseball in the first place. It is just another misstep in a long line of missteps this offseason for baseball. And it, it's really it, it's really sad as a baseball fan to watch the MLB become an absolute joke, an absolute laughing stock around sports. And you know, I, I've caught myself doing this as well. Why are people so negative about baseball returning, uh, but but they're so excited uh, about basketball returning? People people were were really upset. People were violently upset that baseball chose to call this summer camp. And, and people were getting on their high horse and saying how um, you know that makes it sound too fun. This isn't fun. This is business. This is they're playing during a global pandemic. But the NBA markets their restart as some great, beautiful thing at Disney World, and everyone eats that stuff up. The difference is that now we're seeing baseball has no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what protocols they should be putting in place. They have no idea how to keep people safe, and they're just kind of winging it. At least basketball has a protocol that is being followed to a T, and it looks like they're taking care of business over there. That's, that's what basketball's doing. But baseball's not doing that same thing, and that's why they're a laughingstock. They've got to figure this out because the last thing you want to do is have players not feel safe. And then that would also, this whole testing, not knowing who has it and who doesn't have it, that will also lead to larger breakouts. And again, you just do not want to have a large breakout in baseball when people are already complaining about there even being a season. You've got to show them you know what you're doing. You've got to show them that you've taken the precautions and you've got to show them that you are taking this seriously whenever no one believes you. And this was not a good first step. Now, is baseball over? Is baseball going to happen this year? We'll talk about that after the break. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business that's been serving you auto parts online for 20 years. 20 years ago, you probably did not know how to work your email correctly, but you could have been buying auto parts online at RockAuto.com with an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. Listen, guys, if you go to a chain auto parts store, you're going to walk in there. They're going to type on their computer. They're going to ask you questions that you don't know how to answer. They're going to send you right back out the door after ordering a part for your car online. And then once you return to pick up that part, they're going to upcharge you. Skip the upcharge. Order the part yourself online. It's a very, very easy system to navigate at rockauto.com to figure out what part you need and then order it and then install it. They're not going to upcharge you. It's the same price for everyone buying it, whether you're a contractor or just Joe Blow looking for a new pair of spark plugs. I think that that's something that has to do with the car. RockAuto.com has just everything you need for your car. Again, you can go there and tell them Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box at RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So will this season happen? And look, 
if you've listened to the show, you know that I've always said, I, I have no idea what's going to happen with this virus. I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be a medical expert. So I'm going to preview this season. I'm going to talk about this season without that cloud of cancellation over my head. Uh, because the bottom line is, the way I look at it, we're all going to be upset if this season is canceled. We're, we're all going to be sad if the season is banged. So, so why would we dread it this entire time whenever we could just be talking about baseball? So we'll get to the cancellation whenever we get there. But we did have to finally talk about more of the coronavirus now that baseball has made this terrible misstep with their testing. But hopefully this is just a small step back. And now it's a, it's a big deal. This is a, this is a big thing to mess up. This is absolutely a huge thing to mess up that should not have been messed up. But I don't think it cancels the season yet. I think that baseball seems to be determined to play this season, no matter what's going on, no matter who opts out, no matter what's happening around the world. So we'll see how it all unfolds, but I think that we will see baseball being played on the 23rd, and we'll see how long after that that we'll still have baseball. But for now, I still think a season happens. And again, I'm not going to get on here every episode and talk about how the season could be canceled or the season might not happen. I think that we're all smart enough to understand that. I think that we're all, everyone listening to this podcast knows this is a fluid situation and that there's no guarantee we get a season. So I'm not going to talk to you like you don't know what's happening. We both understand that. But really the only thing left for us to do is to preview the season. That's the only thing that we haven't done yet. We've talked about labor negotiations. We've talked about COVID. And now it's time to move on and just talk about this season. But players are opting out. So we've gotten a list of guys, and there's probably been some missed between this list. Uh, but Ian Desmond has, opt out, has opted out for uh, speaking out against you know uh, social injustice issues within baseball. Mike Leake, David Price, Joe Ross, and Ryan Zimmerman all have opted, have opted out as well, just given the COVID factor of all of this. It makes sense. Mike Trout is talking about opting out. He might, he might not. Uh, and I think that for Mike Trout, best player in the game, but you do have to put your family first. And they're going to give birth to a uh, to a baby, him and his wife, I believe, in August. I think early August. I'm not quite sure. But, I mean, that's like two weeks after the season starts. Uh, so I, I think that if I was him, I would opt out. But I'm not going to speak for him or tell him what to do. I think that all these players should be absolutely appreciated and, and, and should be – respected for the decision that they get made. And it doesn't sound like the Royals will have anyone opt out yet. Uh, but I, I think that what I've said on Locked on Thunder about the basketball side of things, it's an individual basis for all of these guys. Every person in this bubble, every person in this sport, every person in this you know, lifestyle has to decide for themselves what is best for me, what is best for my family. Do I think I can handle the restrictions? Because it's like Joe Madden said, you know, it, it doesn't matter how you feel about the virus. If you don't feel like you can handle the the restrictions and, and staying in a hotel room by yourself and not going out, then you also should opt out. Uh, so, I mean, it all it's all just an individual thing. Do you think you can do the right thing? Do you trust other people to do the right thing? And is it safe for your family to be playing baseball right now? And it all just compiles on each other. And then, of course, you have the money aspect of it. So I think that in, by case by case and individual by individual, uh, it's time for them to make their own decision. And for fans, media members, everyone, just accept it. You know, ju- Just accept it, respect it, and-, and we'll see them play baseball again eventually. And another one that got opted out and I forgot to add it was uh, Felix Hernandez with the Braves and Nick Marcakis with the Braves. So two Braves have opted out in the last day. But again, every player, no matter why they're opting out, should be respected for not wanting to play this year.
There, there's a lot of reasons why not to play and only a few reasons why you should play. So I side with anyone that chooses to opt out. I think I would opt out if I was a player, uh, but that's just me. And I think that a lot of you listening might opt in. I, it just It all depends on an individual by individual basis. So I don't begrudge anyone for making any decision. So we move on from opt-outs, testing, and COVID and talk about some actual baseball news for a second. Uh, the schedule is going to be released tonight, and we already know who the Royals will play this season. We don't know where, when, or how they're going to play them. So that'll be released tonight at 5 Central. You can watch the schedule release tonight on MLB Network if you're into that sort of thing. I think I'll be watching it. <laughs> but uh, I understand if you just want to wait it out and wait till the Royals officially announce uh, their own schedule. But I'll be interested to see what happens on the 23rd because it, it sounds like it's still up in the air right now. If you didn't know, the opening day is going to be spread out like it always is between two days. Uh, half the team's playing on the 23rd and when you know, the rest play on the 24th. But the, the verbiage being used right now, it sounds like there might be only two games on the 23rd, the Nationals, Yankees, and the Dodgers, uh, Giants. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. None, neither one of those matchups are all that appealing. I mean, the Yankees and, and Nationals are, are by far uh, the best game. Uh, but I think that both of them could have had a, a much better game. I think that you know Dodgers-Astros would have been huge to put on that, that day. And I don't really see the point in having a standalone day that you're only going to take advantage of two games. I think that you should really blow it out and just, you know, have four games or so, or, or at least one game for every division. You know, at, le- at least get a, an Eastern game, a Central game, and a West game. I, I don't really know what went into that. Again, that's not confirmed. The schedule's not out yet, so there could very well be some more games added before tonight. But it sounds like the 23rd might be just two games, and that's going to be something very interesting to discuss tomorrow. But tomorrow, we're going to break down the schedule, and we're going to talk all about the uh, – intricacies of this schedule and it's something that we don't get to do on a baseball podcast that often uh, because you can't really break down a 162 game season Uh, but like I've said this season will be a football season every game will matter you know two times as much as a normal baseball game and we can really go through and pick out okay if the Royals want to be a postseason team they've got to win this series this series this series and go on down the list so that'll be really fun tomorrow if you're into that sort of win-loss radio type of thing Uh, but the schedule releases tonight at 5 Central on MLB Network. I'll be tweeting about it, I'm sure, at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S on Twitter. And some other baseball news, Matt Kemp signs with the Rockies. Not, that doesn't really move the needle for me that much uh, after Ian Desmond opts out. But Shohei Otani, this does move the needle, is ready to be a two-way player. That's going to be really fun. I'm glad that he's finally healthy. I'm glad that he's uh, able to pitch again. Uh, and of course, he's always been able to bat, but it's going to be really fun to watch him be a two-way player. And it could create for an interesting storyline if that Angels team is good. Again, the Mike Trout situation is still up in the air. They added um, they added Mike uh, Anthony Rendon, excuse me. Uh, so I think that Angel, that Angels team is going to be interesting to watch. Uh, and I think that Shohei could, you know, put together in a 60-game season MVP kind of year, just given the fact of how valuable a two-way player will be this year. It's going to be fun watching that Joe Madden ball club uh, if we do get a season and, and if uh, Mike Trout plays and things like that. But I, I cannot wait to see Shohei Otani play because I think, that he, I think that he can be a superstar. I think that he can be a guy that really draws people not only you know nationally but globally to the game of baseball. I think that you know nationally in America, you could, you could really see fans become, again, fans of the sport because 
wow, they've got a guy that's pitching and, and hitting. And he was really a big storyline on, on talk shows and things like that, which is how you get the game out there in front of casual people that might not watch the games or might only watch some regional baseball games whenever they're on TV. So I think that Shohei is great for the game. Him being a two-way player is excellent for the game, and I cannot wait to watch him play. And there's a couple more storylines that I might say for tomorrow. So I think that that's where we're going to end the show today. But tomorrow, we're going to talk all about the schedule. We're going to talk about the inter-squad game, whatever kind of notes we can get out of that. And then we're also going to talk about the umpires doing regional travel as well and how that impacts this season. And the Cleveland Indians might have a new name. So be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.